0: He's on the Bud Light hotline now. Thanks to our friends at CraneWorks. It's Paul Feinbaum.
1: Lift it, load it, grade it, grind it, move it, haul it, rig it, dig it. CraneWorks, works, yeah,
0: the big dog's got it. Paul Feinbaum on Mac and Cube in the morning is brought to you by CraneWorks. Lift it, buy it, rent it, the big dog's got it. No, Paul Feinbaum. Paul, always great to visit with you on a Monday morning. Uh, interested just your thoughts on Alabama going down at Texas A&M, sixty-one, sixty-seven. Uh, one of the worst offensive performances of the season for Nate Oates' group, but uh, they'll have a little bit of time off to sort of regroup and reset. How concerned are you about maybe what Alabama is or is going to be in the postseason after seeing what you saw Saturday?
1: Cole, oh, I think off of uh, the emotional win at home wrapping up the SEC, I think this was expected. I mean, you could see the Vegas uh, board before the game heading uh, and pointing toward A&M. So I don't want to act like uh, anyone really should be surprised. I don't think it was a big upset. I think the bigger question is is the play of Alabama recently. And that's the first game they have dropped since Oklahoma, but there there does seem to to be some indicators that that have to worry you if you're Nate you're Nate oats and and you don't know whether it's just have have they possibly hit a, a slight wall uh, or are the off the field distractions beginning to weigh weight the team down and and, and I, I don't think we'll learn that in Nashville either I, th- I think it's a good test though. Uh, you know, people can argue about the SEC tournament, but ultimately what you're, you're in a, you're in a big time atmosphere. Quite frankly, uh, what, what Alabama and everyone else will see in Nashville will be much more like, uh, the Final Four than it will be any, uh, any other uh, avenue, uh, uh, event that they, uh, play in during the NCAA tournament. Uh, because a, a lot of times, you know, now Birmingham will be an exception, but a lot of times you're, you're in places where it might be half full. Uh, Where we're, we're, when Alabama plays on 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 Friday afternoon, the place will be jam packed, and everything about it will feel like an NCAA tournament.
0: What about just their draw in general uh, for the SEC tournament? Uh, do you feel more positive about what they're capable of, or does it look problematic?
1: Yeah, I mean, when you, when you don't play till Friday, you're always going to you uh, you're not, you're not going to have any uh, easy games. So I, I, don't, I don't really I think Nate Oates is just looking at this. Let's get there. Let's, let's just try to get on in a rhythm. And uh, I know that he wouldn't admit this, but uh, yeah, he, he's in gear for the for the for the NCAA tournament right now. There, there may be this on the line for Alabama. I really think that the only thing that remains is whether Alabama is the overall number one seed or uh, the second or third, and, and that could be determined. You know, should Alabama lose Friday, then uh, they likely won't be the top seed. Now, Cole, How much does that really matter? Um it 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 could matter a little bit later in the tournament, but in the first couple of rounds you won't be able to notice that uh, because uh, the the first two seeds are very likely playing uh playing games anyway the, the playing opponents anyway. Uh so you're going to get uh teams that are far inferior uh than anything else you've seen all year, uh, at least in the in the SEC and in, in your non conference schedule.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Paul, Paul Feinbaum joining us. Thanks to Marks, He's with us each and every week. He's on the Bud Light Hotline. Um, interested to go back to, I believe it was Friday when some of the comments came out uh, of a Ross Dellinger story uh, about Nick Saban and him discussing uh, the potential common opponents for Alabama annually. Uh, I didn't really see it as complaining so much as just kind of, hey, the reality is, When you look at what these teams have been going past 10 years, it it might not be what it has been for 10. We should probably take a look at that. How did you take uh, what Coach Saban shared about the potential teams that Alabama would be facing each and every year?
1: Well, Cole, I think there was a a lot of negativity based on on the headline, the tweet, because uh, the impression was that Nick Saban uh, was concerned. But I I don't need to tell you this or anybody listening in, in the audience that Nick Saban Plays these teams anyway. Um, he, he has uh, he has six national championships on on the schedule of <laughs> Alabama, Tennessee, and LSU every year. So I, I think he was just a, a, uh, Nick Saban is an analyst uh, at heart. He loves to uh, you know, to morph into the czar of college football. And, and by the way, he would be perfect for that role. And I think he was just explaining. Okay, I, I mean, here's the system. Uh, would, would it have been better had they done it this way? I, it's the same system I think the SEC used a couple of years ago when they were using the uh, – the, 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 during the COVID year, trying to come up with an equitable schedule. I don't think his statements really mean a whole lot. Um, I, I think what we're about to get into, though, Cole, is about six to eight weeks of constant teeth gnashing by, by every – not every every school in the SEC, but as these begin to leak out and already we've seen two or three – uh, it is going to become the discussion. Last year, we were talking about NIL uh, in the lead up to uh, Destin. Uh, this year, we're going to be talking about the schedule.
0: And no one's going to be happy, right? I mean, no, nobody's going to nobody's going to feel good about whatever draw they do get once these schedules are released. No, but I
1: mean, if you're Alabama, how, how can you possibly expect anything but but big time teams? Uh, and and, and I, I mean, Saban knows that. I mean, listen, I mean, he he is uh, not only the best coach in college football history, he may also be the smartest.
0: Paul Feinbaum joining us on the Bud Light Hotline. Thanks to our friends at CraneWorks. Uh, also, part of that, that article with Ross states that there's some money that still needs to be uh, found from the ESPN ABC perspective to get to nine games. Do you believe that eight or nine is still really on the table, or is nine pretty much a given and it's just a matter of you know finally getting the checks signed?
1: Uh, I think it's the latter call. Uh, it would be very difficult to, to do what, it, what everyone is talking about doing with eight games. It, it defeats the whole purpose uh, of changing from divisional play to this 3-6. This three, three I mean, all of a sudden, I mean, what's the selling point of, wh- of where we're going? That you get to see everybody else within a two-year period. Well, if you if you play eight games, you can't say that. So I, I think I think it's done. Uh, I think it's still some formalities to uh, have to go through. Remember the president's meet uh, Wednesday, I believe, in Nashville, uh, whether this is when they sign off on that, I'm not sure. But ultimately, uh, I think, uh, you know, they probably, they probably already have signed off on it, other than pending uh, what, what what the number is. But, you know, ESPN ultimately has to decide, I'm sure. Uh, you know, do we adjust it? And the answer is probably yes, I don't want to be spending uh, your boss and my boss's money, but I'll go ahead and do it. Uh, it makes perfect sense to go to nine games and, and that could be the very reason why you saw Alabama' schedule the way it did. Uh, you know The Tennessee and, and Auburn games have been on the schedule forever, and what has been the most valuable game in the SEC over the last 10 to 15 years It's been Alabama LSU.
0: Paul Feinbaum joining us on the Bud Light Hotline. I wanted to to sort of switch gears just a little bit, Paul, talk NFL Combine, but not necessarily what was happening as far as the workouts. There was obviously a lot of conversation about Jalen Carter, a little bit of conversation about Stetson Bennett, and then there are more and more people that are beginning to – I guess, sort of demand some sort of statement from Kirby Smart, uh, expecting Kirby Smart to come out and explain kind of things that have been happening within his program. Where, where are you on on what we need to, what we should hear from Kirby Smart about what has been happening since they won that national championship?
1: Cole, I don't think Kirby Smart owes anyone an explanation. Uh, he, he did an interview the other day where he said he doesn't feel like they have a culture problem, and, and I believe him. I, I've, I've read countless Columns, uh, blogs, uh, Twitter posts over the over the last couple of days. Kirby Smart needs to clean up this culture problem. He he has the same problem at, at Georgia that Nick Saban has, and that Billy Napier has, and that Sam Pittman. And by the way, I'm not indicting these schools by mentioning. I'm just simply saying everyone has problems on their campus. Uh, I'll spare you the the. These are young people who do stupid things because we all know that and we all remember that, but they do. Uh, you know, in the Jalen Carter case, uh, he was warned by the policeman. Other uh, players were speeding um, and, and they disregarded it. And and, 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 and sadly and tragically, uh, we have the results that we, we ended up with. But, but I think that could happen anywhere. And I, I think Kirby Smart went, runs one of the best programs in the country, and the idea that somebody says Kirby Smart needs to address this, hey, he addresses it every day of the year. Uh, it, it, the difference here is that when you're the number one program in the, in the game, you're going to catch this type of uh, conversation more than than someone else. Uh, and and I, don't, I don't mean to be giving him a blanket uh, defense here, but, but I, I don't think Kirby Smart's system uh, at, at Georgia is any different today than it was six weeks ago or or six months ago, I just think uh, a couple of things have happened, uh, and and the spotlight has has shined on him even more. But it, it's something that, that, that Nick Saban has been used to now for his entire tenure. Uh, other coaches have to deal with, uh, except when you're the, when you're the number one team in the country, it just seems a little more dramatic.
0: Absolutely, Paul. Always great stuff. Definitely appreciate the time and look forward to doing it again next week. Thank you, Cole. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. Yes, sir. Paul Feinbaum of ESPN, the SEC Network. And here right here on WJOX, 2 to 6 p.m. weekdays. You can listen online, joxfm.com. Go grab that app. It's in your app store, iPhone, Android. You can download that for free.